It would be great, wouldn't it, if there was an answer to finally hitting your health and fitness goals and creating a workout routine that actually worked for you. But if there was, we'd all be doing it, right? The fact is that particularly when we're busy juggling so many other things, much as our fitness and health is important to us, it can often come bottom of the list. We end up on that frustrating roller coaster ride where at one minute we're all fired up and enthusiastic about starting a new fitness regime and full of the certainty that this time things are going to be different. And then the next minute we're overwhelmed, defeated and seemingly back at square one again. Well, today I'm going to be sharing you the one single thing that you can do to finally make that change and finally start hitting those fitness and wellness goals. I'm not going to pretend it's easy. However, it is something that I believe is the absolute foundation of building something you can sustain, but it's also something that most of us never, ever do. Welcome to the Busy Woman's Guide to Fitness and Wellness podcast, bringing you a weekly dose of fitness and wellness inspiration as we explore together how to get motivated and create a realistic and achievable way to stay active within a busy life while stepping away from guilt and the diet roller coaster for good. Together, we'll unpack some of the myths and unhelpful messages from the traditional fitness and diet industry so that you can find a better, kinder, more helpful way to fit exercise and wellness strategies into your life, improve your confidence and feel amazing. I'm your host, women's fitness and wellbeing coach, Alex Hubble, founder of ChickFit, mum of two, and a firm believer that exercise and eating well can go hand in hand with chocolate, wine, and lots of rest to create a happy life. You can find out more about me at chickfit.co.uk or head to my social media channels at alexchickfit. I just wanted to remind you about a very special free event that I've got coming up for you in a couple of weeks. This is especially for you if you're in your early 40s onwards and you've been feeling maybe more tired and less motivated, you've noticed some symptoms related to hormonal changes, and you're feeling that you want to get proactive and make sure that you feel amazing now and in the future. This is my three-day online workshop called Fatigue to Fabulous, which is going to start on Tuesday, the 1st of March. And over the three days, we're going to be diving into the three pillars for a happy, healthy perimenopause, the mind, the body, and the soul. So if you are ready to go from feeling a bit tired and unmotivated and possibly a bit overwhelmed by all the information that's out there, and you just want to feel more energized, get proactive about your health, wellness, and fitness, then you do not want Want to miss this, just hit the link in the show notes to join us. Do it now because I know that you will get busy and you'll forget otherwise. Now, I'm going to be going live for 30 minutes each day of the workshop to teach you the fundamental foundations to a smoother journey through the peri to postmenopause years. I'm going to show you how you can do so much more than just get through this life phase and instead learn how to tackle those pesky symptoms, discover the best hacks and strategies for you, and become your most amazing energetic self. I am so excited to get started on this. I'm so excited to see you on the inside and I know it's going to be super, super helpful. Just head to the link in the show notes to sign up and I will see you on the inside. Hello, welcome back. Delighted to have you here again, ready to enjoy another episode. Now, today I want to talk about something that is very close to my heart because this is something that I work on literally all of the time to help myself hit my goals in all areas of my life. And it's something I'm constantly encouraging my clients and members to do to hit their goals as well. Yet, it is one thing that most of us miss out on when we're trying to get fit or eat better or look after ourselves more. And I really do honestly believe that if we don't get to work on this one, we're going to continually struggle to move forwards. What is it? It is mindset. Now, this is something I personally have had to work on a lot over the years. 
and will probably continue to work on for the rest of my life. I think as a business owner, it is a non-negotiable. I have to work on my mindset if I want to grow, if I want to learn, improve, if I want to move my business forward generally. I think owning your own business can be a very exposing thing. If any of you out there do own your own businesses, you'll know what I'm talking about because it really forces you to look at yourself, your thoughts, your beliefs, and the actions that result from that. Because I think that the actions that we take in life, the things we do in life are a direct result of the thoughts and beliefs that we have. And it's not always easy and I'm not always perfect and I do have to keep working on it. But I also know that when you do, it can be extremely, extremely powerful. I'm actually really grateful that I get to work on my mindset each day. I know I'll never be perfect, but I also know it's really going to help me to achieve my goals. But I also know that if I don't achieve certain goals, then I can use that experience, I can learn from it, and I can do better next time rather than throwing that whole experience in the bin. Now, probably for a lot of you out there, when it comes to your career, I would say you probably do at least a little bit of this, right? If you do seminars at work or you do self improvements, bits and pieces with your work, then you will be doing some work on mindset. But I think by and large, my experience is that the majority of us don't really ever give it much thought outside of the confines of work in the office. And yet in life, a lot of us keep doing the same things over and over and over again and hoping for different outcomes. You know, whether it's wondering why that new exercise program we signed up for didn't work again or why we just can't seem to stay away from the damn biscuit barrel. The classic for me is always the diet one. You know, people will come to me and they'll say, oh, do you know what? I did that diet a couple of years ago and it worked really well. So I'll just do that again. And of course, I'm sitting there thinking, well, if it worked, then you wouldn't be here. (laughs) You wouldn't be needing to do it again. You wouldn't be going back to that. You know, the whole point is that if it worked, then either you would be still eating like that because it'd be so easy and straightforward, or you would have lost the weight, kept the weight off, and everything would be great. So that again is that classic thing of doing the same thing over and over and over again. It's like dieting. You know, when we go on and off diets for years and years and years, we're repeating the same actions and hoping for a different outcome. We are all creatures of habit. That's why we do it. So true deep habit change requires us to dig that little bit deeper into ourselves to start noticing what's going on. Because I think it's only from there that we can start to consciously choose something different. And we do need to be very conscious about this. I think some of us, or a lot of us, in fact, are kind of going about life, not necessarily thinking about what we're doing and why we're doing it. And therefore, we can't consciously choose how we respond to things. We can't consciously choose to do things differently. But once you get onto the mindset work, you can definitely make those conscious choices. I know that mindset work can seem like a really woolly term. I think most of us are like, well, what does it actually mean? How do I actually apply that to my own life? So what I thought I would do today is give you a quick journaling exercise. So you can use this to start up-leveling your mindset. I definitely would recommend that you write it down. I'm going to give you a few simple questions so you can write them down and you can come back to them when you've got a, you know, a particular new habit you want to create or you've got a particular goal that you want to go towards. You don't need pen and paper right now. You can go through it in your head with me as we go along, but I will put the questions in the show notes as well. So you can copy them down. You can come back to them later. And I definitely, definitely would recommend that you do write them down. It will really help you. So before we get started, I just want you to have a think about a particular goal you've got in mind at the moment. I think it's quite helpful if this is something that you have maybe tried to achieve before and have struggled to achieve or, you know, felt a bit blocked with it. 
you know what and fitness is a classic isn't it fitness is the one thing that you know so many of us are up and down on all the time we're always starting again we're always starting with that new fitness goal so maybe it could be something around that but it can be literally anything in your life I'm going to use the example of I want to get fitter because it's something that so, so, so many people say to me. And I think that that's a really good one to start with. So I'll go through the questions. We've got five of them. Um, I'll give you a couple of examples around them so you can kind of get the gist of what we're we're trying to get to with this. And then, like I say, do make sure you, you come back and you write it down later. So number one, what beliefs do I have about my ability to reach this goal? So if our goal is I want to get fitter, then we may have certain underlying beliefs that are going to block us in doing that. So it might be, I just don't like working out, or I don't have enough time, or I'm just not really a fitness kind of person. And we may be saying to ourselves, but of course I want to get fit, because the fact is, literally who doesn't? (laughs) Who in this world does not want to get a bit fitter or a bit stronger or a bit healthier? We all want to do that. But if we've got beliefs that work against that, and if we've got beliefs that are actively opposing that goal, then it's going to make it very, very, very hard for you to reach that goal. You know, if your underlying belief is, I'm just not a fitness kind of person, then what your brain will do is it will do everything in its power to prove that that is in fact true. And so you will start to take actions that show you as a not fit kind of person because you want, you know, we want to prove ourselves right. We might be saying on the outside that we want to get fit, but if underneath we, our belief is, but I'm not really a fitness kind of person, then we will take actions that take us towards that rather than that take us towards the fitness goal. So it's really important that we understand what beliefs are underlying that. I don't like working out is another one, isn't it? That like, oh God, I used to hate it at school. And then I tried to go to a gym and it was just full of these fit bods and I didn't feel like I fit in and I didn't know what to do. And I just never enjoyed it. That's another, you know, absolute classic and another belief that is kind of underlying all of that. So number two, if I have tried to reach this goal before, what might have held me back? Okay, so we've got to understand what the roadblocks are. Because I think that, you know, again, people start a new fitness regime. And for example, they have not had much time previously. And so it hasn't stuck. So that is going to hold us back. If we still haven't addressed the lack of time, then nothing's going to change. So it could be lack of time. It could be that you tried to do too much too soon, which is also something I see a lot is people kind of going hell for leather because they want a quick result. We want to think, well, if I start doing this now, then in a few weeks, I'm going to feel amazing. I'm going to be there. But we all know it takes a bit longer than that. But by trying to do too much too soon, we kind of burn ourselves out and we make it very hard for us to maintain and to, you know, to keep going and to make it a consistent habit in our lives. Or on the flip side, maybe we didn't carry on for long enough to actually see the results. You know, again, we are sold this promise of quick results. We're sold the promise that within, you know, the the space of literally a few weeks, everything can change for us. But life doesn't work like that. You know, we need to keep going for a bit longer. So maybe you have done something like that. You've kind of after a few weeks gone, do you know what? I'm just not seeing the results for this. What's the point? And then you've stopped. So, you know, any of the practical things that may have held you back from reaching that goal before. Number three, what can I do to address that this time round? So this kind of comes off the back of number two. So what are those things that held you back? What can you do to address those things? So for example, if your problem before has been that you just haven't had the time, then if you haven't addressed that, 
then nothing's going to change in terms of your outcome. So maybe you need to start thinking about addressing that. And I, and I see this all the time, you know, we are all overloaded. We've all got loads going on. And then somebody will come to me and say, oh, well, I'll just start doing four workouts a week. And you're thinking, well, you're telling me that you're really busy. You're telling me that your life is full and then you're trying to cram even more on top. It's not going to stick. So what needs to give? If this is really important to you, if this is a priority, then what needs to give? What can you say no to? What can you delegate? What can you get somebody else to help with? How can you create that time for yourself? Maybe you need to put workouts in your diary. You know, maybe you need to lay your kit out the night before so it's ready to go, those kind of things. So what are the practical things that you can address this time around? Number four, how can I make my goal more specific? So if we go back to my first goal, it was, I want to get fitter. Now, that's great. It's great to want to get fitter, but it's not very specific. It doesn't give us a like a place that we're heading to, and it doesn't help us to understand how we're going to do that as well. So I've created an example here, and that is, I want to feel fitter, stronger, and more confident. And I commit to doing this by working out three times per week and allowing myself a minimum of three months to see some results. I will also ensure that I put my workouts in the diary as important appointments and I get better at saying no at work so I can create the time I need to do this. Straight away, you can see how different that is from just this vague promise of I want to get fitter. That just doesn't have enough power behind it. It doesn't have enough reason behind it. It doesn't have enough intention behind it as well. It's just that vague little thing that we all say to ourselves. Whereas the example I've just given you, it gets a bit more specific about what, about how, about what you need to change. So it's almost like bringing in the things that we've talked about in the previous question about what you can address so that you can create a more specific goal. So I definitely would write out a much more specific goal like that, that kind of commits you to what you want, how you're going to do it, and what other things you need to put in place as well. And then number five is a little bit of a revisit of what we did in number one. And that is what new beliefs do I need to create to help me to reach my goal? So in the first question, we talked about what beliefs do I have about my ability to reach this goal, which are usually the negative things. They're the negative things we hold within ourselves that can stop us from moving forward. So instead, we need to create some new beliefs that are going to help us to reach this goal. So now we've got that very specific goal. Now we've understood the roadblocks that might get in the way. We can actually have a think about what these new beliefs need to be. For example, instead of saying, oh, I'm just not really a fitness person, you start saying to yourself every day, I feel fit, strong and confident. I feel fit, strong and confident. I feel fit, strong and confident. Now, the first few times you say it, you're not going to believe it, right? You're going to be like, no, I don't. But if you keep saying it to yourself, and then you take the actions, then you are going to start believing it. You are going to start believing it, I promise. Maybe if, you know, one of your underlying beliefs previously was, I I don't really like working out, then you change that to, I'm looking forward to discovering workouts that I'm going to enjoy. So that might be an easy one for you to get to, because we can all believe that, can't we? We can all believe that we can go out and try a few things and see what is going to work for us. We can all believe that we can find something that we might enjoy. So I'm looking forward to discovering workouts that I'll enjoy. And if your previous belief has been, I just don't have enough time, then your new belief becomes, this is a priority for me and I'm committed to creating the time I need to reach my goal. Okay, so it's almost like creating this little mantra, this new belief 
that is going to help you to get closer to where you need to go. Like I say, you might not 100% believe it at the start, but you've got to keep saying that thing to yourself. You've got to keep telling yourself that because otherwise those negative beliefs are going to take over all the time. So those are your five questions. I hope that they're really valuable to you. You know, I believe that these kind of questions are going to help you to really tune into what you want. They are going to help you change that mindset. They're going to help you up-level that mindset. They're going to address why things may not have gone the way you wanted them to before. And that it's important that we do that. We've got to learn from what's happened before because that's the only way that we make change. And like I said at the start, what I really, really want you to do is to write it down. You know, research has shown that if we write our goals down, they're much, much more likely to happen. We're much more likely to achieve them. So when you get the chance, when you're sitting down having a think about that goal, write those questions down and spend a bit of time going through them and answering them. And if you've never done this before, this is an amazing, amazing way of showing yourself, of signaling to yourself that you really are ready to do things differently this time. And that in itself can give you such a huge boost. Now, as I said before, it's not going to be without its ups and downs and it's not a magic pill. You're still going to need to do the work. But by doing this, you're going to set your intention to go on that journey. And also when things don't quite go to plan, when you do get a bit overwhelmed, when you, you know, suddenly realize you've not exercised for two weeks, you also know that that's no reason to throw in the towel. You go back, you readjust, you take that experience, you use it, you learn from it and you carry on. And for me, ultimately, that is what working on mindset is all about. It's about taking the experience that hasn't gone as planned learning from it and trying again and knowing that you might have to try again three, four, five times, but that we can't just throw away what we've done before and ignore it. We have to learn from it to move forward. That for me is the ultimate, ultimate key. Now, I am always banging on about this one. You know, my members and clients will all tell you I'm always going on about it, but it's because I think it is so, so important. And hopefully now you'll have some ideas on how you can get to work on your own mindset to finally reach some of those fitness and wellness goals that have felt a little bit out of reach before. But they can also help with any other goal you've got in your life as well. Anything that's been eluding you for a while and frustrating you, use these questions. They can really, really help. So enjoy. And of course, do let me know what you think. I hope that's been really helpful. Do not forget to subscribe to the podcast to hear about future episodes. But for now, I'm going to love you and leave you. And I will look forward to seeing you all again next time. Thank you so much for joining me today for the Busy Woman's Guide to Fitness and Wellness. Don't forget to come over and join me on my social media channels at Alex Chickfit for plenty more inspiration.